Like, yo, where you get that hat from? Where you get that hat Put that shit on. See, they love the hat. I like the hat. That's what they say. They, they love. See, look, they hating. They hating. See that? See that? Exactly. Thank you. Thank you, man. <laughs> with king's podcast yes sir guys how we doing today man good lovely lovely good morning so far (laughs) i'm thinking y'all oh man so um to our listeners we uh we've got a a little bit of a different episode planned for you guys today uh first of all we want to thank you for tuning in to us thank you for riding with us and uh thank you for your time uh we're gonna try to make the most of it and give you some good valuable content uh that can help um, with your life and um, especially during the times and turmoil that our country is going through right now uh, we just want to want to address the obvious um, and do it from a from a standpoint of, of love and affection and understanding um, but before we kick it off we need to do introductions my name is Brandon Holland BW Holland 32 on all social media platforms but I'm not by myself I'm with my boys I'm with my crew I'm with the rest of the four horsemen. And starting from my left and going to my right, we got my man Sean Spencer, a.k.a. Mr. Hard Work Pays Off. A.k.a. What comes easy won't last. Mm -hmm. A.k.a. Don't stop. Get Get it, it, get get it. it. Up next, we got my man Emmanuel Millette, a.k.a. I be John Brown. A.k.a. His Royal Freshness. A.k.a. Lamborghini Fresh. A.k.a. M period Fresh Comma. A.k.a. Easy E. A.k.a. Who did it? A.k.a. I did it. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, he did. Up next, we got my man Stephen Rice, aka Steve, aka Bolt, aka Yachty. Oh man, I got some. I got some AKAs. Okay, okay, okay. what's up? Y'all gotta do it. Somebody gotta toss it up. So, so, so from my left to my right, I'm with my boy B Holland, aka. Be nice. AKA, AKA. I'm eating chocolate. AKA, AKA. Ain't no corona in my house. AKA, AKA. I'm doing what I do. AKA, AKA. I did what I did. AKA. <laughs> That's it. Ah, I like that. I like that. I like that. I did yes, what I did. Uh, I like that. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. So um a little bit of a uh of a of a turning point. Um our country is in a um is in a spot right now. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, there has been an extreme light shown on racism. Um, and I think it was Will Smith that said, you know, racism isn't, um, you know, it's not being concealed. It's being videotaped now. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, it's always been around, Mm -hmm. but now I've got a camera in my pocket and I can put this act on the internet for the world to see. Right. Right. And so, um, you know, that's, that, those are the things that, that we're dealing with these days. Um, but I, I just want to talk to you guys, um, and just open up some dialogue and have a conversation about, you know, um, you know, what we feel needs to, you know, we, we've seen the protests, we've seen, you know, different states enacting different legislation, um, you still have, you know, your Black Lives Matter, your All Lives Matter. Right. Um, you've got your different groups. Um, you know, you still have Karen want to talk to the manager. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. All this kind of stuff. You're right. And so, like, I guess what I want to do, and I think what um, we should best use our platform to do is give our listeners a message of how to move forward. Like, what is next? And you know, if, um, you know, these are our individual opinions, um, Mm -hmm. and I think we're going to end the episode in a special way. Um, but, um, guys, like, you know, we wanted to talk about, uh, love and equality and expect and respecting others' viewpoints. Um, so let's, let's start out talking about, um, talking about, about talking about love. Um, you know, one thing that we do as humans um, is we put conditions on our love. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we don't, 
we don't offer forgiveness and grace because it's been because somebody deserves it. We do it because it's been given to us. Correct. Yeah. You know what I mean? Correct. So, um, you know, what's 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 you guys' thoughts, man? Well, I think, you know, um we have to start by evaluating ourselves as a person. Okay. Mm. Um in 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 the beginning, you know, um the way we was raised as kids often predicts what kind of person we'll be in the, you know, our latter years. Right. You're right. So whether we grow up uh, in a diverse community um, or, you know, just the same community as blacks or as whites, that's what we're going to tend to, you know, be drawn to and uh, like what they like, dislike what they like. I mean, dislike what they dislike. And, you know, um, you're going to cater to, what they cater to and all that kind of stuff. You know, we, uh, I guess maybe one day last week had an interesting conversation about, um, you know, us as a culture. And if you don't know, you're now tuning in. We are four black males in our mid thirties, early to mid thirties. I'm still in my early thirties. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. but, uh, <laughs> but we, um, you know, we were talking about like why do we do certain things and why do we want certain things? And a lot of times, like growing up, it was to not be picked on by people in our culture who were older than us, mm-hmm. or you wanted a certain thing just to be like, you ain't up on this. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> like, you know, let's give our listeners a little bit of insight into that. Um, yeah, what you think? Well, I was picked on. Um, I was raised a uh, single uh, mother, you Who know, trying to raise on? us uh, three kids. Yeah, you didn't. You didn't know Steve yeah. at a certain point. Like, bro. what was this? When we this was, was when younger. I was at elementary school. Oh, I was like, yeah, I would go to school with Family Dollar shoes on. Um, That's every kid. The the. I mean, like in fifth <laughs> not, grade. Not really. I mean, not in fifth grade, but like third grade. Okay. And uh, like the guidance counselor would come and get us, and actually take us to get shoes. Oh wow! Yeah, and she like got us a pair of L.A. Gears and with the lights. Ooh. With the lights. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Light them up. And so, um, yeah, I was picked on. I think like, everybody was picked on back then, though. Because everybody was like a jokester. But it goes back to what Steven was talking about earlier when it starts with ourselves. Yeah. Um, being in the in, in black culture, um, we surround ourselves by looking at each other. And we when something isn't right with us, we point it out and we pick it out to to show somebody else the the thing that they admit are missing. Mm-hmm. Um Right, I, I myself was picked on, but I never at a at a. Now that I look at it, it's kind of like conditioning. A lot of people would say bullying now is you know this big thing that doesn't need to happen. But all of my people yeah. that were older than me when I was growing up picked on me. They pushed to me to a certain level to yeah. to act and to you know that culture of thing cultivates you to a certain degree, not saying that this is how you're supposed to act when you get older, but it kind of like curates a certain part on you to just be like, you ain't up on this. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You're right. It it gives you like a, a defense, actually. It makes you stronger. Yeah. I think. Not beating somebody up, but just getting picked on and pushing a little buttons. You know, I think it needs to happen to everybody, honestly. Right to a degree, yeah. to yeah, a degree, degree, just to figure yeah. it out and you know, grow into you know yourself, and it might spark something in you or something like that. But I think one one thing that it does is it it gives you the sense that you don't have to accept things the way that they are. Mm-hmm. 
like it's possible for me to get a summer job and get them Jordans at the end of the summer. Yeah. Um, but like, why do we do that? Why? Like, why do we need the Jordans? Why do we need the Jordans? To hold a certain validation. Yeah. Yeah. It gives you a certain validation. Also, it gives you a comfortability that you're not going to get picked on. Mm -hmm. The guy who has the Jordans on never gets picked on. He could have a holy shirt. He could have so many other things. But if he has Jordans, and this is this thing, in our culture, usually it starts at our shoes. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, and it builds its way up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yep. I've always said to myself, if I got some clean kicks, hey, ain't nobody say I can. You know what I'm saying. As long yeah. as my click kick kicks are clean, you can do anything. Yeah. But why yeah. is that? Why did? I think, why did it do that? Like, I don't know. Why was our shoes our most prized yeah. possession, or <laughs> yeah. you know, like we thought that made us our shoes? Because there's always because some nice shoes out that that's, it's always it's almost unattainable. And, yeah, you the know? unattainable. Like we got shoes to be to obtain. I remember me and Brandon one time, the Converse weapons came out. Ooh. Right. Yeah. And not only was I gonna be like, you ain't up on this, but you ain't got this color. You don't have this color. Yeah. You don't have this color. With the matching shoestrings with the two shoestrings in them. Right. The funny yeah. thing is we all have like four or five pair of them, but no, but we never duplicated. Like that's how many options were available. Yeah, it was so right. many Exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I've ne- I didn't even see patent leather came out. Like uh-huh. I didn't like the patent leather. Some people like the patent leather. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I'm about to get a pair of those, man. <laughs> They're hard to find. Yeah, I know. I forgot about those. <laughs> They're probably really yeah. cheap right now. Yeah. Those are some good shoes. They're hard to find. But um, um going you know, going back to what Steve was saying, um, about looking at ourselves, like, you know, self awareness is one of the you know, one of the things that a lot of people lack. Um, and you know, to our listeners, um, you know, what are some things that you, you guys think that could help them with self-awareness you know one thing is always looking at the people that are around you you know making sure they're holding you accountable and being honest with you not just being a yes person Mm -hmm. you know giving you honest you know feedback or input about yourself but go ahead what was you gonna say uh go go ahead and say what you was about to say again i'm about to go back to that 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 question you said yeah so um you know uh, they always say that you are you know the five people that you spend the most time with basically mm-hmm. that's fact uh, yeah. you're a combination of, mm-hmm. of that yeah. and so um you know what i want to do is just sort of toss this up to the group and give a little bit of insight to our listeners you know we're talking about love and looking at ourselves um so like what are some things that we can sort of pass on as positive ways uh, for our listeners to be aware being aware and being alert puts us all ahead of the game and when i say ahead of the game um our culture not necessarily um has got the information that we need to um put out across the united states um i feel like there's a lot of things and underlining of things that haven't been said or haven't been talked about that leaves so much in the dark and when people's minds can't see a a fact or a lie they fixate it for it to work for themselves. exactly yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah mm-hmm. you know one of the other things we wanted to touch on this is a good turning point yeah. is um knowing the truth yeah. um you know we especially with the internet like it doesn't matter whether or not it's true the information is there there and whoever has the biggest following is going to be able to spread it the most mm-hmm. right um, no matter what it so, is yeah. and to be, be perceived as truth yeah yeah, yeah. you know mm-hmm. um you know there was a post recently about um and i i don't want to get too much into this and i i kind of can't because of my job but there was a, a post talking about the training hours Mm -hmm. and how a barber has to have x amount of training officers and it was like almost double what the perceived 
training hours for a police officer has to have. Yeah. Um, and with everything going on, and I, I was talking to one of you guys, and I was like, you know, that's that's not that's not actually not right. Yeah. Like those hours are just like just the basic training mm-hmm. hours, and so when I, I hire a police officer, you then have to go through three or four months of extra training Mm -hmm. with a certified training officer who has to take courses to get certified, has to take courses to stay certified. Mm -hmm. And then even then, once you are, you know, a full police officer, you have to do certain qualifications every year. Mm -hmm. Um, There are certain number of continuing ed hours every year. Um, And so what I, the message that I want to pass on is like, let's get all the facts. Like, and us as black people, like that helps our case of l- just looking at those two, those two numbers. Yeah. When we need to look at the, the Everything. bigger picture. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I, I think that, you know, having the knowledge and knowing the truth is, is power. Mm-hmm. It really is. I mean, you know, and that'll keep you from feeling certain ways like falsely. Right, you're mad at something that you really shouldn't be because you right. don't have all of the information. Yeah, exactly. And I think some of that information is in our faces. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think the information is there in literature. I think it's there to be found by us. But when we talk about the black culture, we're so worried about going to buy the Jordans that we're not reading the book that tells you don't need to buy the Jordans yeah, and what right. you need to put the money into yeah. so we can form the wealth and the power right. that you just talked about. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. We're yeah. fixated on the wrong things. Yeah, right. And that's just how we grew up. As right. Watching, you know, uh, from videos, mm-hmm. music videos, and wanting to be this or, you know, being around certain people, I think that's where, you know, it changes for us. You know, it's like, oh, yeah, I want to be like this or I want to be like him. But really, if we was watching something else and raising a little differently, I think everybody would have turned out to be a different person. You know? Yeah. Agree. It, yeah. It's, it's just, we, just like um, that. It's we don't that have simple. any patience. That's another thing. We don't have any patience. Yeah. Like, right. You know, we see people with a certain thing and we want that. And so mm-hmm. when we get the money, we go get that. But we should have been spending our money on other stuff, mm, right? Putting it in different places. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just right. like um, you know, our white people—they have generational wealth. You know that takes years. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. mostly you know decades mm-hmm. to get. You know, um, we don't see what they went through to get where they are now. So when their kids come up, you know they're in it, but still they got to work to keep it you yeah. know mm-hmm. yeah so right. it's like and also they always set their self up to where they pass down security right and we pass down literally nothing nothing you right know, we could have iphones pay these bills have cable this and that but no life insurance right that costs less than both of those bills you know <laughs> stuff like that right yeah. but that's what they do and just in case something happens or emergency happens their kids are set up for life Mm-hmm. We don't see that, you know. Right. It's, it's crazy how simple it is. It's just another bill to pay. Yeah. But you rather pay other stuff than make sure everybody's, you know, situated. Because who has money to, you know, bury somebody and do this yeah. and do that? Now your family has to worry about your death and paying for your funeral when right. they don't even have money themselves. You know. Yeah. So it's just certain things that need to be taught. You know, it definitely needs to be taught and executed. I yeah. Say. And I think, mm-hmm. you know, I think we're doing a great thing by having these conversations now. You know, this is at least our, you know, four um, families and future families that are going to be forever changed by mm-hmm. us just looking at things differently. Um, yeah. And to you too, to our listeners, um, you know, we're not asking you to make drastic changes, but what we do want to do is to make you aware of things that others are doing and how they have, uh, created generational success and mm-hmm. generational wealth by doing certain things, um, and you know also jumping onto the to the equality side, um, you know w- what do you guys think is uh, or 
are some of the the bigger pieces of of equality and how we look at that mm. i honestly think equality is simple when you think about it and you read the definition of it right mm-hmm. so i don't understand why some people view things differently um I think if we all had a chance to sit down with somebody who had a different view, not try to change their view, but mm-hmm. just talk to them and have a conversation to see why they feel the way they feel or act the way they act. Because I'd really be like, why do you feel like, like, you know, why are you so angry? Yeah, why do you necessary. feel like that? I want to know the reason why. And I want you to explain it to me right. and give me a valid answer, you know, because yeah. you just can't say anything like, well, I don't, I just don't. That's not an answer. You know, right. it's not an answer. It's like, I think everybody should be treated the same. Right. Equal. You equal. know, it's, 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 it's easy. Yeah. It's easy. Other than that, I mean, other than, you know, your job, how much you make, your status in life, you'll get treated differently. Hey, Mr. Uh, so-and-so, and he has a thousand yachts. And, you know, of course, he's going to get treated with the utmost respect. It's how you act. Yeah. Right. So if everybody acts you know, reasonable. Hey, how you doing? Da, 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 da. It right. shouldn't be any aggression or any feelings that are different towards one another. You know, you're right. Yeah. It's just, hey, what's going on, pal? And I think you know, <laughs> if we would act like children, you know, um, children, they don't meet strangers. Mm-hmm. They don't meet um, an they, enemy. They don't. They think everyone is, is their friend. friend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's all they look for is a friend. Yeah. Like, children don't go out, oh, I want to be mean to him because he, he don't look like me. Yeah. yeah. Or he's not acting like me. They want a friend. They want somebody to play with. Yep. And I think if we take, you know, the the initiative to actually go out and set forth I just want to meet a friend today, you know, yeah. whether they're white, whether they're black, whether they're, you know, Asian, you know, any nationality. Um, if we look at it as I want to meet a friend, then we would set down, you know, our thoughts mm-hmm. that we think about people and actually get to know someone. And that would better, you know, our mindset of, um, what how we can be equal yeah yeah you know we won't judge anybody by the their looks or their actions yeah i mean it's just like we're just meeting a new person also learning something different because everybody has something you know to offer you can learn something from everybody right definitely yeah right and i think you know we're all for fathers here and um you know father's day coming up this weekend um juneteenth happening tomorrow Mm -hmm. But I think one of the things that's interesting um, that we can take from children is that they always seek joy. Like they always like seek happiness and fun and, yeah. you know, right. that changes as adults. Right. We seek to have our preferences made mm-hmm. and um, have our expectations met. And then, you know, if, you look different than I do. I might not treat you the same as somebody who looks the same as me. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And so, you know, that's some of, you know, some of our downfalls as adults is we stop, like, we stop actively seeking joy, mm-hmm. like, in all situations. Right. I you think, right. I think also if every person started to think, that they do not have but a short amount of time here on earth yeah. to go through a bigotry, to go through an anger. It takes a lot of energy to be angry. Right. It, does. Yeah. Right. it takes a lot of energy to, to, to forcefully give something out that you don't even know is true. Mm-hmm. Right. So I, I just think that if, if we start to look at humanity, the, 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 the conservation of humanity alone. There's plenty of things we need to be thinking about besides racism. Right. We need to be thinking about if the world shuts down. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We we just went through Corona and then racism came through and took out Corona. Yeah. 
Right. Yep. You know, um, that's you know, that's my sentiments. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just think it's a bigger picture at the end of the day. Um We're all puzzle pieces, man. Yeah. We're right. All, we're all a piece of the puzzle. Mm-hmm. You're right. But I really don't think people honestly understand how short of a time we have on earth. Yeah. It's like when you're a kid, you grow up and now it's like, dang, I'm thirty three. Like it's it's almost over. Like I'm midway there, right? So, I think uh, I mean as as an adult, you know, life does get stressful. You 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 have to take care of yourself and figure out ways to maintain and things like that. But still, in all, that's when you should seek joy even more. Yeah, right. You know, that's when you should try to be happy and more happy to take your mind off the things that you have to do. You know, so right. Exactly. I just I don't get it. I don't get it. One day, uh. I guess the world will figure it out. Uh, Hopefully. That's right? a hope. <laughs> that's a hope. <laughs> yeah. That's a hope we can all have. Yeah. Right. But I, uh, it's it's far in between. It's always going to be a different view on things, right? Yeah. 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 Always. Starting with the basis of, uh, just like I said earlier, how you grew up. How you grew up. What kind of community you grew up. Right. Mm-hmm. What kind of uh, TV shows you watch? But also, people could change though. And and, yes. and yep. just like Brandon said earlier, you know, like for us to know the truth, mm-hmm. for everyone to know the truth, it will set everybody in a respectful level. You know what I'm saying? I can respect you. You can respect me. Right. You know what I'm saying? So. You're right. You're yeah. right. I can definitely dig that because, like, if you if you take it as if you're being born into this world, you know nothing. Like, and then you meet somebody, you know nothing about them. You know what I'm saying? And they know nothing about you. So the best thing would be to get to know the person. Yeah. And um what I'm saying is people out here gossiping. Like you don't know if it's real, you don't know if it's fake or if it's the truth. But if you go to that person and get to know them and see what they said or didn't say, then the truth will be found out, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like it will be no also, fine lines. If you do not know the truth, if people do not know the truth, history will repeat itself. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. True. It 100%. just happens like that. If you just forget about something, then hey, we turn our back to racism. Mm-hmm. Because uh, we was we believe Stephen was watching a video and it said a lot of people are saying they're not racist, right? But right. you have to be anti-racist to not be racist at all you know what i'm saying right right because if you're not for it i mean you know what i'm saying that that thing is like if you don't speak out against it then you're basically saying you're okay with it Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i mean in a sense yeah yeah how do you guys feel about um i had an interesting uh conversation and i want to get you guys thoughts on it so uh on my birthday june 2nd something really cool happened it was a blackout Tuesday. And so that was a time for um, people to basically bring silence to social media um, and to make sure that people were getting the right message out. Yeah. Um, And so it came, you know, a lot of people were going back and forth about don't use the black lives matter hashtag on the post, use the uh, blackout Tuesday hashtag because um you know that sort of keeps its presence like where we want it um well but how do you feel what was about happening was with the blackout tuesday it was just black pitches over the black lives matter and now when you go hashtag that it was just all black you didn't see the riots right and the, you know all the stuff so that's why they said don't do it yeah yeah i remember that um so how do you guys feel about that post because I had a conversation this weekend. Uh-huh. Um, I was talking to a guy, and he's he, he's cool with black people. And he was like, "Man, I've been I've been catching a lot of flack 
from like some black people that I know because I didn't post that black box. And I'm like, man, this is like one of the, he's like one of the most quote unquote down people that I know. Mm-hmm. Like why are people treating him that way? Yeah. And you know, we ended up having a conversation and I was just like, I wanted to hear his side of why I, I wanted to know why he didn't do it because I didn't understand why people were coming at him the way that they were mm-hmm. um, because they didn't really know him. And so he didn't post it for a reason that I completely understand. And yeah. a reason I, I, I did the post. But, I didn't post it. So it's like, you know, but so, so this is my <laughs> thing. That post isn't going to change anything. Yeah. It's not going to change. And that was the conversation that he and I were having. He was like, I don't just want to post a black box. Like I want to actually change something. Mm-hmm. Right. And right. so, you know, that's what people didn't get. They just assumed that you ain't post that black box. You ain't for the black people. Yeah. And so, but like that post isn't going to change anything. Nothing at all. Right. It it definitely didn't change how I looked at other people. Like I seen that you might have put the black box, but then the next day I seen that you put a picture up and diminished the black box's mm-hmm. presence. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? My black box is still up there. Yeah. I don't think I've posted anything just because I felt like racism wasn't over. Like the like things hadn't got better since I posted the black box. It got worse. And that's why I didn't I didn't want to take anything off of the black box being the last thing I posted. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um that's just my take. I, I felt I felt like other people also bandwagoned the idea. Oh, it's something to do. Just like when something else happened with, uh, you remember you changed your IG a cup uh, before? Oh, for the Corona. For the Corona. Oh, right. Oh. I, I, I didn't necessarily change mine, yeah. but people were doing it for a reason. Right. And I felt like when the black light, oh, I'm going to do it too. Yeah, what you got to put? And they was messing up on putting like Black Lives Matter or um, Blackout Tuesday. Blackout Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And, and people were getting mad. I'm, somebody had got mad at me that I didn't post what the hashtag was for. Take all, take Black Lives Matter out. And I was like, what? Like, yeah. I thought I was supporting the, I'm black. Like, See, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that's the, the, mis, the misconception of, you know, the power of social, of a social media post. Mm-hmm. Um, right. You know, people with extremely large platforms can send a message, but that post doesn't change anything, it man. Doesn't. Like. Exactly. It's got to be action. It does. It does. I think the action has to be like a head turner. Like, but it's been a lot of action. It it has been a lot of and action, it but it's changing. not. It it's it's not from where I think it should come from. Like, yeah. I think the NFL, the people who own the NFL teams, should do something. This should should stand like, up because yeah. they've been running football for a long time. Yeah. And think about the percentage of blacks and whites in the NFL. Yeah. Just say all the all the black NFL players say, I quit. You know what happened Ooh. to the NFL? And what about basketball? They was talking about starting their own league. That's what I'm saying. Like, like that'd be crazy. Oh wow. Yeah. Wow. Um you know all this to to say to ask this of the group what do you think needs to change it's hard to say because even if i say this needs to change how we get to see those people that actually need to change how we get our point across to those people because everybody has a different view so even if i go on national television and cut every station and have a whole speech on what needs to happen moving forward it'd be a lot of people who don't catch that you know a lot of people had a tv off a lot of people don't watch tv so right. the person right. who needs it and actually needs it probably won't see it you get what i'm saying yeah so i don't i don't i think personal conversation needs to happen like that's a must 100 percent. like personal confrontation conversation all the above because that's the only way that you can kind of get the other person to see your point of view yeah um 
I would go as far as saying, I mean, <laughs> I've seen this show Wife Swap. Mm-hmm. And if we could do almost something Ooh. like a race swap. Like a life swap. Life swap. Mm-hmm. That would be powerful. And, you know, Ooh. get somebody to, I don't know. I, I seen this video just a second ago. Yeah. This guy got tattooed it black, tattooed black. And, you know, at the end of the day, he got killed by his own kid because he taught his kid how to kill black people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, you know, if somebody white would get tattooed black and, you know, kind of made look exactly black, like that was their skin color mm-hmm. and let them go a week or a month just in, you know, that kind of skin and see, you know, how they would react yeah. to the situations that us black people go through. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, we can get painted white, you know, but <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure if we can look realistic to others. But, you know, if we could do something like that, I believe a lot would change. I think I think you're right. I think yeah. even more so than a conversation having an actual experience. Right. I think that um, would change a lot. I yeah. So I kid you not, I was, um, I've experienced, you know, different pieces of, I guess you could say, prejudice or racism. And I was with a, a white guy mm-hmm. and we were in Walmart in a, in a bigger city. And, you know, Walmart has the greeters at the door or whatever. And so there was a couple of Hispanic people in front of us. And then there was me. And then I think there was like another black person behind us. And so we're all walking out and the greeter took a step forward to say, have a nice day to the white person and took a step back and let everybody else pass. Wow. And, mm. and he was like, man, I, I've never seen anything like that. Like, why didn't they say anything to anybody else? Mm-hmm. And like, that's that, those are the types of things that need to be experienced. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. You're right. You're right. How would you get that experience across the, like, you know, we talk about these experiences that we want them to see, but how visually do we come across to them? How how do you plant this information? I, I think the misinterpret or the the miseducation that we we need, and that's what's going to help the truth come out for our the next generation because it's not us. This mm-hmm. it's really fighting. It's going to be the the people who's coming up because. This thing, we were how old, you know, we was young. This thing, we didn't think about, we didn't think about no racial things ever. So when we get to a certain, like, we're in our 30s now, we're looking at race like, dang, I'm black and white. Now you're seeing it visually. Your children's kids are going to be the ones that be like, man, I don't know what they're not talking about with this equality stuff because everybody looks like they, you know, equal now. You know, your son probably look around when it comes up and be like, man, I don't know what they talking about. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. You know what? Just to think about it, right? They have the NBA, NFL. They have all these big things, all these rich people, right? Won't we, like, won't they create, like, this big venue, like a huge venue, uh-huh. right? And it'll be like life, right? Uh-huh. And anybody that has a different viewpoint or feels some type of way, they have to go through this venue of life. Uh-huh. And, and different things would happen to them inside of this venue. Yeah. To make them see. You get what I'm saying? Right. But yeah, it'll right. be but it'll be super real. Like right. you'll really get beat up. Yeah. You'll uh-huh. like you know, <laughs> real stuff. So you, you go to the door, you check in your mission, uh huh, and you go through and something just pops out. Cause it just pops out on us any random day. You right. Yeah. So it'll just right. pop out and something'll happen. It'll be a different scene every step of the way right yeah like real stuff now when you come out you might be like i'm 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 gonna sue y'all but you can't right because this is what (laughs) happens every day like i think something like that should happen maybe thunderdome yeah like (laughs) maybe we create something like that you know what i think i think that would be a, a cool idea to like have a um 
I seen this movie, uh, Ready Player One, and it's like they call the Oasis. It's like a video game that you put on a headset and everything mm-hmm. on a um, treadmill that goes different directions, and you can be who you want to be on there, mm. and you can do anything you want to do. Like, if we could get somebody to be a black person, like the white people to be black people, and the black people to be white people, and they have to do this hour a day. Yeah. Let's say you know just to spend an hour a day, um, mandatory. Yeah. And and see how that'll turn out, you know. And within that hour, they go through different, you know, um, training or different um, perspectives mm-hmm. that we go through or. Um, you know, like interactions with cops. Yeah, interactions with, you know, um, different race. Mm-hmm. And you know, after the hour, see how they, you know, change their perspective of the other race. It's you like know? learning. Right, right. Literally, learning. I think they should have a class on something like that. Like One it's thing mandatory that really college cool class. With that? What's that? It's to have people have experiences and not tell them why. Like, why did I have such a hard time with, you know, I'm in the simulation. Why did I have such a difficult time with trying to get a business loan? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh. You, you, you were a black guy today and your family doesn't have any money. Mm. Uh-huh. Figure it out. Figure yeah. it out. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. That would be cool, man. Like, And then they like play back the flashback. So how it equaled up to this day mm-hmm. in time. It'd be right. Cool. That'd be that'd be dope. Is he gonna say something? Um, I th- I think we have to have something where it's no color basis. Right. Just yeah. like, for instance, we have to have something that's collectively thought about, and we're going both to attack it. When we sit on the game and we play online, I don't know if you're black or white or brown or exactly. anything. Mm-hmm. You're and right. We come collectively together yeah. to win our game. Mm-hmm. And we if we can do that. In that situation, I think we can do we it do in, life. in life. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right. You're right. That's it, mm-hmm. man. That's it. Right. I think that's what needs to happen. We need to go ahead and write it up yeah. and get it done. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a big simulation yeah. dome of just experience. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> the experience. Ooh. The experience. Hey, yeah. so uh, before we end the show, I wanted to do something kind of special um, and open up a little bit for our listeners. Um, you don't have to go into detail if you don't want to. Um, but I want to know if you have experienced any sort of prejudice or racism. And if you have, what is your message, um, to our listeners? What did you take from that experience? How did that change the way you do something? Um, and anybody can, anybody can start it out. I honestly would say. Me, myself, personally, right? I go to a lot of restaurants and things like that. So if I come in, you know, today I have on, you know, sweatpants, you know, Nike t-shirt. Every time I go out now, I dress up and wear suits everywhere I go. Because everybody looks at you differently and treats you differently, honestly. So my experience was at a restaurant, you know, even coming down to servers or bartenders. They'll look right past you. But you come in there, present yourself well, suited up. Suited and booted. They don't know who you are, no matter, you know, they just see your appearance like, okay, he's, he looks pretty clean. Because of how you look, you fit a description of Mm -hmm. a stereotype. Mm -hmm. And that stereotype is not good. It's, it's bad to them because it's not the truth. Mm -hmm. You understand what I'm saying? So when you get looked at and you see you with your, your jeans or your, your, your sneakers on, automatically I know the truth mm-hmm. I know about you mm-hmm. before there's even really given a glimpse into like yeah. my personal space yep yep so that was my experience just keep getting looked over little just little stuff and I'm like why am I still like not getting you know uh, any attention over here you yeah know? so now when I go out I make sure I'm clean super clean yeah you know and I get the best treatment ever hey sir da, da, da. open doors yeah. everything like I'm first you know right so that's what i learned i mean that's that was my experience made me change my appearance right Mm -hmm. okay so 
Anybody else? Either y'all? Well, I had an experience um, younger when I was younger uh, in high school and stuff. Um, I've always had a nice car, you know, with rims on it and tenant windows. So uh, I was working at Wendy's. Um, almost every night, I would get followed by a cop going home because I had tenant windows and rims on my car. And so, um, a couple of times I've got stopped, but it's been by different cops on different nights. But I believe it's because I had the tinted windows and the rims and who usually drives, this is a question, who usually drives tinted windows with rims at that time? Black people. Drug dealers. Drug dealers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Drug dealers. So now my vehicles, I don't, I don't do rims or tinted windows. Yep. Um, so my experience with, you know, uh, driving cars with tinted windows and rims was I'm getting the attention of a cop Mm -hmm. almost every night. So I, I, I've changed my way of, you know, the way I want to have a vehicle. Okay. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Chris, you got anything? Uh, I may, but I just I I rather just keep that to myself on that's this fine. one. That's totally fine. Okay. Um, before we end it, I'm gonna I'm gonna share my story with our listeners. Um, you know, one thing that my dad taught me um, was to work hard to get the things that you want. Mm-hmm. Similar to Stephen, um, probably a similar time frame. Um, I was working and you know, wanted to have a have a car with some rims and with some tin on it. And so I got it. I'm probably 20 years old at this point, and I'm in college. And um, at a stoplight, and I noticed a police officer behind me. Um, and so I've been at the library. It's probably 10 o'clock at night, uh, in between 10 and 11. And so I've been at the library studying all night because my grades were suffering. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> and so I, I get um, on on my way home, and so I turn to go on the road that my house was on, and there was a parking lot right there at the corner where I turned in at, and I noticed the, you know, I, at this time I'm, I'm getting pulled over. And so the police officer comes up and asks, um, why did I turn to get away from him? And so, you know, I told him, I said, no, nah, I'm not trying to get away from him. I just, I live right here and point to my house. And um, and he said that there was a description. I, my car fit the description of a car that had been uh, uh, supposedly selling drugs in the area, right? Mm. And so asked to search the car. And so I get out of the car. Um, and I'm then placed on the ground. And two other cars show up. One has the dog. And so I, you know, I'm not concerned that they're going to find anything. Uh, but so they walk the dog up to the car and the dog doesn't want to get in the car because there's nothing in it. And so they, they, um, they pick the dog up and put it in the car. The dog jumps out of the car and then they put the dog back in the car, close the door and shine the light around so that the dog is chasing the light around in my car. Mm. Okay. Wow. Mm. And as uh, difficult as that experience was, um, I am now in the career, in the career path um, that has the ability to affect that. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that I think we need to be mindful of is that if we want to change something, we have to change it from the inside. Mm. It's got to be changed from the inside. Mm-hmm. Um, and so my duty to society is to affect, you know, the the work environment and the standards that we're holding these, these people to um, because I had a horrible experience. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that I can keep somebody else from having that same experience, um, but they won't have the experience anywhere that I'm working. Yeah. Um, because... Mm-hmm. You know, I I took it upon myself to change something from the inside, 
not to get not to just get mad about it um and you know had somebody's knee been on my neck i wouldn't have been a hashtag social media wasn't out then mm-hmm. nobody would have known about it yeah um and so you know i think and my message to our listeners is yeah you know the protesting is great um it's it's making some noise um but if you want to change something change it from the inside you want good police officers go be one yeah go go get on city council run for elected office do something where you're able to change something from the inside and not just complain about something that you have the ability to change Mm -hmm. right i think we also need to vote yes voting is crucial in our black community yeah 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 it is especially in the local elections um exactly you know in in my community uh we had a former mayor who would always say that you know the local government is the closest to the people it's the one that we interact with the most we mm-hmm. go right. our utilities our property taxes right. our, the streets in front of our house correct yeah. so participate in those local elections join the, the community policing group um, absolutely you know join some some community activist groups um, join some committees that your that your city does mm-hmm. and change start changing stuff from the inside man Sounds yeah. good. Yeah. Right. Before we sign off, man, you guys got anything for our listeners? Go make a friend. Yeah. yeah. Make yeah. a friend that doesn't look like you. Right. Right. Make yeah. a friend that doesn't look like you. That's the goal. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So uh, let's sign off real quick with the social medias. Uh, what's going on? This is your boy, Sean Spencer. Uh, social media is ims.fit plus 349 on Instagram. And this is uh, So Far From The Rest. That's S-O-F-A-R-D-A-R-E-S-T. That's So Far From The Rest at Instagram.com. Um, Stephen07-1985 on IG and on Facebook, Stephen Rice. And I'm B.W. Holland32 on all social media platforms. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Conversing With Kings podcast. We out of here like last year. Oh, 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 oh,